Two Columbia and Katie on 1019 News Talk STL. If you are watching on the cameras, you will see that we have uh, lots of folks over. We do. We have a lot, of, have company a lot of company this afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, including our good friend Ron Clutho, uh, who, of course, is part of the family here at News Talk STL. The show, formerly Stories of New Americans, now it's Groovy Grooves. It's Saturday nights at 10 o'clock. Uh, Ron, before we get into the conversation, introduce our guests and all of that, um, uh, just tell the listeners about the about the change yeah. in the, in the show there and uh, the differences between um, Stories of New Americans and what you do now with Big Groups. Difference. Big yes. Um, I'm kind of putting Stories of New Americans on hiatus for a while. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've done 51 episodes in 51 countries and there's still 100 countries left, so <laughs> I'll come back to it. But I'm... I'm doing now what I really, really have wanted to do for a long time, and I appreciate you guys giving me the chance to do this. It's um, called Groovy Grooves, as you said, same time as the other show. Um, doing a look back to 70s music, pop culture, radio commercial jingles. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Okay. So I hope people will check it out. Um, again, it's called Groovy Grooves, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. when Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then check the pod, uh, the. Newstalkstl.com yeah, yep. website oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. or a connection to the we have a rumble page with um, archived episodes and anyway yeah you can still fun. go back and check out all the archived episodes of, of Stories of New Americans yeah. what I highly recommend you do mm-hmm. but also check out the new show yeah. which I was listening to I, I think last weekend or the weekend before and I was and I heard you play the song Gloria which of course has the big connection to the Saint to Saint oh yeah. Louis yeah. Yeah. and I'm like oh it's Gloria and then I was like Wait a different minute. Language, That's a different language. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. believe it was the Italian yeah. version of Gloria. Oh my gosh. Which was the original yeah. version. Oh wow. And so a lot of songs, I, I, that was a whole set of songs that um, the the original version was not as popular as the version that we know, but that was the one that happened to be in another language. So I'm going to do a lot of Incredible. stuff like that. I played in another episode Bob Seger's song, Old Time Rock and Roll in Estonian. Oh, you got to hear that one. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to incorporate some international music, but it'll be a lot of stuff that people of my generation, not yours, but my generation would remember from their childhood. And yeah. Bring, I'm hoping, I'm promising a, at least one smile per episode. That's fantastic. It's a good promise. Well, it's every Saturday night at 10 o'clock. You can still check out Stories of New Americans on the, uh, the podcast. You can, you know, uh, all the shows are, are archived there. And then uh, check out the new show, Groovy Grooves, every Saturday night at 10 o'clock. And, Ron, of course, your uh, work with the refugee community in St. Louis is is ongoing and has been ongoing for decades. I know it's something that's important to you uh, still to this day to tell those stories and to get that type of information out. And that kind of leads us into our, our guest today. So introduce yes. uh, introduce us to your uh, to your guests. Okay. Well, I've got some more interesting people today. I, I've <laughs> I try to bring people that are more interesting than me to share their ministries, their stories. And so today I've got two representatives from Welcome Neighbor St. Louis, which is a group that assists refugees in St. Louis through a lot of direct personal contact. Um, Lindsay Spencer and Madeline Grusha, and I'm going to let Katie and Tony yeah. uh, pick their brains and find so, out what they do. Lindsay, uh, step up here first and, and, and you know, th- through conversations with Ron over the last year or so, I think a lot of us have learned just how much uh, the uh, the refugee or the uh, immigrant community 
influences our area, how, how big that community is in, in St. Louis. And so, um, um, all the more, reason for a group like yours welcome neighbor to be here to help sort of uh connect those refugee families with existing local uh, you know families that to help with that uh, uh integration into the community so uh, awesome what an uh, you know awesome service that you provide and uh tell us a little bit about that and and you know what you guys are all about there welcome neighbor. yes thank you so much thanks so much for having us here absolutely today. so we're always excited to talk about what we do at welcome neighbor stl um, we're an organization that's been around since about 2017 and we the program that madeline and i run is family partnering so it's that direct contact with new immigrant and refugee families that have arrived in st louis and we want them to feel welcomed and supported and know that people here are excited to have them join our community and our families. Um, so what we primarily do in our work is partner volunteer teams with new families that have resettled here in mm-hmm. St. Louis. So um, we are mostly working with Afghan and Syrian families at this point. Um, mm-hmm. We are not referred families necessarily from anyone, but it's a lot of word of mouth. And um, so we have the pleasure of getting to getting to meet some of yeah. our newest cool. arrivals. But we have families from all over the world coming to St. Louis all the time. We're so lucky to yeah. be a destination spot um, for resettlement. And and as we've talked with Ron about so many times, you know, we beat the dead horse with this, but I think it's important because typically when we talk about immigration in the news, we're always talking about the southern border. We're always talking about the problems at the southern border. And there are, and there, you know, big problems down there that need to be addressed. But the problem with that is also... It it interferes with the positive conversations and the people that are coming to this country legally and the groups that are helping them and the contributions that those people make to the community when they get here, when it's done the right way, the the, the, the systematic way that it's that it's supposed to be done. And it's not a perfect system, certainly. Uh, but that whole conversation gets clouded out by the problems at the southern border. And I imagine that can be frustrating for for your group, because as soon as somebody hears refugees or immigrants, they default to, you know, the political debate happening at the southern mm-hmm. border. And I would imagine mm-hmm. that can be frustrating. Yes, absolutely. The families that we are working with have been resettled uh, initially through the International Institute. So they've all come to the United States legally. And the families from Afghanistan that we're working with, I think we, we want to be very clear. These these people worked for the U.S. military when they were in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Um, so they were working side by side with our U.S. military. And they are now here because they cannot stay in Afghanistan for the safety. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you, so what are the qualifications? Oh yeah, Madeline, come on up. You can step on up. <laughs> um, either one of you. Um, but Madeline, let's go Let's go with you first. What are the qualifications then whenever we're talking about having these families kind of integrate with other families? What Are there qualifications that people have to go through if they're here and resettling? And is it like a matchmaking kind of thing, random? How does that process work? I would say it's pretty random. So people initially will text us and say, okay. we have friends that are coming from Afghanistan or the family from Afghanistan will text and say, could you help us? We're here. We don't have a car. We don't know, wow. you know how to navigate St. Louis. The International Institute is responsible for resettlement for the first 90 days. And so they find the housing. They um, help them 
sign up for Medicaid and the work uh, authorization cards and um, the food stamps. So all that is in place in the first 90 days. But then officially they have to step back and help with the next, you know, families coming here. That's where Welcome Neighbor, that's our expertise. That's where we step in and say, we are here for you. Mm -hmm. We know that you left a lot of friends and family behind. We're here to be your friends, surrogate family. Um, We know you don't have a car. We know this culture is very weird for all of you. Um, And so we are all- It's weird for us in our own lives. (laughs) And so we like to invite- St. Louisans to, if you're frustrated with the climate politically, let's yeah. say, or if you're watching wars all over the world and you feel helpless, we have refugees in St. Louis that are eager to meet us. We may think we're helping them, but we promise all volunteers step away saying, that changed me. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so that's our role is to be able to help them navigate this big city of ours and there's so much going on in St. Louis for them to learn to love because mm-hmm. so, I know they're sad. Yeah, so Madeline, people. getting back to the conversation you know, about the southern border we were just talking with Lindsay about, this is the kind of Converse, this is the this is the uplifting positive part of that story <clears throat> that I, I I'm glad that you're here I'm glad you know that 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 Ron is able to bring these kind of conversations to the radio station and to the you know to the broader public because this is the your organization Welcome Neighbor St. Louis and others that th- these are the organizations that need to be propped up and you know have people have awareness of the you know in, instead of all the negativity that's coming from the southern border do you know from um conversations with with refugees and immigrants from around the world if this type of organization what you're doing here in St. Louis exists in other cities because if not it needs to like where where does St. Louis rank as far as you know having it together and helping the the immigrants and refugees that are coming to this country when we initially started as a grassroots, we learned about an organization in Pittsburgh called Hello Neighbor. Mm. And so that was our model. Um, as far as how much this is happening around the country, it's a very good question. Yeah, you know, I, sure. I, I think it's happening. It's happening informally a lot of times. You know, synagogues and churches may meet a family and do this. But um, as far as this adopting a family, we have a commitment for a year for, for a, a team to help with the resettlement. But what we found is nobody wants to leave their family after yeah. a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah. they've developed a true. That's incredible. That's friendship. really cool. That's um, really cool. So, Lindsay, tell people about how they can learn more and maybe somebody's listening that wants to get involved. How can people um, uh, learn more about what you guys do at Welcome Neighbor, STL, and uh, uh, also maybe support the organization or get involved with you guys if if they're feeling uh, so inclined? Yeah, that would be outstanding. We're always looking for new volunteers. There's information on our website at welcomeneighborstl.org. Madeline and I have a one-hour Zoom orientation once a month. It's typically the second Wednesday of every month from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. where we give the history of Welcome Neighbor, what family partnering looks like. And then if folks are interested, there's um, other paperwork that we do after that. Um, This next month, uh, the second Wednesday is Valentine's Day, so we're going to be having it on the 15th instead. 
Um, but checking out our website, we also have other programs. We have an ESL program. We have a cooking cl- um, club where we do catering. Women from all of these different families that we work with in different countries do catering programs and That's make awesome. a lot of money. And it's yeah. delicious food. I mean, <laughs> yes, the supper club. So you can find out where our supper clubs are on our website. We have a calendar that our friend Zora updates regularly. And these are opportunities for people to purchase a meal. Sometimes it'll be hosted in a restaurant or a church or it'll be uh, a drive through event. But at these events, you'll have delicious food and often hear the story uh, from the chef about where they are from and how they ended up here in St. Louis oh, and so just cool. their experiences. Yeah. Wow. So it's fantastic. And then you meet a lot of people like you that love delicious food and <laughs> want to know more about our organization yeah. and these things. So and, website is great. And Ron, uh, b- before we run out of time, I want you to step up here again. I, I know that this is the conver- these conversations are ones that you have on a regular basis and have had on a regular basis for a long time but I think as we were as we were talking with Lindsay and Madeline about I think it's important to the general public to know that these organizations exist and that there are positive things happening with immigration and with people coming to this country again not just all the negativity that surrounds the southern border. So I think it's so is such an important thing to um, uh, um, to talk about. And it, it and in your in in your experience, um, how do you how do you feel right now about where we're at in this country when it comes to the immigration conversation? Or do we need to broaden it more and and have these you know and include these type of organizations in this yeah. in this conversation uh, rather than you know uh the the political focus that's on yeah the, i gosh i topic. i worked for i don't know 25 30 years in just kind of grunt level street level working with refugees who came here mm-hmm. and i honestly until the last 5 years or so i was kind of not even paying attention to the bigger political questions um but i you know as as lindsay and madeline said these are people that their organization serves are people that really you know, they kind of put their lives on the line for us, for mm-hmm. our military. They, a lot yeah. of them were interpreters. Yeah. We had the one guy, Haroon, here. Uh-huh. Yes. We, mm-hmm. Awesome he was guy. An example of that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they, a lot of them are still stuck in Afghanistan and, you know, the Taliban's kind of looking for them. So yeah. I think in a way we owe it to them. Um, the, and, for sure. Yeah. So this organization is a great one because it's very grassroots. It started 2017 by Jessica Bueller, who just heard about, didn't even know we had refugees and became aware of them and just made awesome strides. And so it, and as also, as they said, it's, it's, we we're the welcome neighbor is not asking for a financial commitment. It's just sort of a a person to person, personal commitment. Yeah. Um, You know, visiting the families, maybe taking the kids at the park, not on a day like this, but when the weather, just helping people out. Yeah. Just making a friend and and you, you'll get it. You'll get back tenfold what you give yeah so anyway i encourage people to check out their website yeah Lindsay, one more time the website social media all that all the the different ways that people can learn more or get involved yeah absolutely our website again is welcomeneighborstl.org and we do have an instagram and a facebook account as well and we're often posting to facebook needs that our families have but also the supper club opportunities and just great information about the families that we're working with so cool yeah that is Lindsay and madeline from welcome neighbor stl welcome neighbor stl.org to learn more about that organization and don't forget about the new show groovy grooves every saturday night at 10 o'clock groovy
Here on News Talk STL with the great Ron Clutho. Ron, Lindsay, Madeline, thank you so much thank for your time this afternoon. Thank great you, guys. To see you. Have a great rest of your day, and we will dive back into some of the fallout from the Iowa caucuses last night uh, next here on Columbo and Katie on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL.